You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Back to the Ticket Weeknights. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. Back here on Ticket Weeknights, Nick Sainert with you. No Nicole tonight, traveling back from Cali, California, so... She uh, she may be back in town. Who knows? Maybe she's listening. Nicole, if you're listening, feel free to call in. Um, unless you're in a plane, don't do that. Uh, but no, good stuff tonight so far. Appreciate uh, Steve Mark of Hale Varsity coming on at six thirty. We we talked Husker baseball in the first segment. That was a really good conversation um, with just kind of myself, and that was really fun. Um, and then six forty five, St. Peter's. Uh, we talked about the uh, good old Cinderella story with the the St. Peter's Peacocks in the NCAA tournament um, this this last, you know, throughout March or so. Uh, update on the NCAA Elite Eight, the women's basketball uh, games. UConn is up by one on number one seed NC State. UConn is a two seed. NC State is a one seed. Um, it's 44 to 43 with 12 seconds to go in the third quarter. UConn has the ball. So there was something about the location for this game that is, I think it's in Bridgeport. Yeah, it looks like it's Bridgeport region. So they're in the Bridgeport region, and it's like 80 miles from UConn's campus compared to hundreds and hundreds of miles from NC State's campus. And NC State goes into the fourth quarter down by one to UConn. Um, so it was something about, like, they expected 84% of the fans here tonight to be UConn fans, as if a program like UConn needs any more help in in winning games. But, uh, yeah, no, NC State down by one to UConn, so give them credit here. They're the one seed in this game, while UConn's a two seed. NC State seeking their first Final Four appearance since 1998. Once again, that's uh, the March Madness side on the on the girls' side. All right, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. Feel free, hit me up on Twitter, Nick underscore Sainert. Um, we'll be fielding your texts, your thoughts, your calls until 8 p.m. Then at 8, it's Talking Tens with Michaela Curtis and Kinsey Roby. Uh, nine, or, yes, 9 to 10 will be the deep end, and then 10 to 11 is in the pocket. So stick around. Keep that dial right here on the ticket all evening long. All right, so in this final 30 minutes or so, I want to get to a couple things. I want to still talk Husker football kind of expectations for this year, how many wins does Scott Frost need 
how do we feel about specific position groups on the offensive side of the ball specifically. And then I also want to comment on Husker softball because they're 21-9. and nine. They have a player in Billy Andrews who's leading the country in home runs at 17 uh, home runs in their first 30 games, which is pretty impressive if you ask me. And they just won two games on the road over a top 25 opponent. Basically swept Michigan because the third game got canceled. So I'm counting it as a sweep. And then lastly but not least, I, I want to talk MLB. Um, that will probably be in the final segment here as we round out ticket weeknights. All right, let's uh, c- let's continue Husker football. Uh, offensively, Drumstick asked this earlier when we were kind of on the uh, phone with Steve. What about the what about the uh, Q QB battle? Is there a quarterback battle? I'll say this. I would lean towards no. But I don't think I was the only one that was excited to see that Logan Smothers was staying. Maybe I'm wrong. Feel free to text in. But that whole the whole article or the the, the group of articles that came out at that one time that Logan Smothers wasn't going anywhere. I I was pretty excited about that. Not necessarily because he was going to play or be the starting quarterback, but mostly because like you just don't see that very often. Like Logan was the guy in my mind when people would ask, you know, who's going to be transferring because we feel like there's just going to be a guy that that decides to move on, and, and that's just kind of the way college football and college athletics work nowadays, understandably so. <laughs> it, it feels like Logan was going to be that guy because he's been here the longest, and there were so many high expectations, rightfully so, for, for Logan Smothers, and it just hasn't panned out, unfortunately. And it really felt like the staff, not, not really passing or, or throwing Logan in the dust because that's not the right terminology that I want to use because um, it seems a little harsh, but it seems like they were okay with passing on Logan Smothers as a viable option for a starting quarterback when they go out and get two. And the qual- the caliber of quarterback that they got, especially in Casey Thompson, who's an established Power 5 starter in the Big 12 Conference at Texas. And you say you sit there and you go, okay, well, they got Chubba Purdy as well, who was, you know, on the bench for his time at Florida State. And, yeah, his brother had a good college career, but what's that mean for him, Chubba Purdy? And so you bring him in more for a depth reason or, or a, a way to redshirt this season. And then we got through that that whole roller coaster of a couple of days where it was like, well, maybe Chubba's going to compete for the starting job. So then that asks questions of what does that mean for Logan Smothers once again and Heinrich Harburg. What about Heinrich? The spring story last year where everybody had heard that Heinrich Harburg had the the biggest arm on the team, the strongest arm on the team, and maybe Heinrich Harburg should compete with Adrian Martinez for the starting job, or maybe Heinrich should be the starting quarterback over Logan Smothers this next year, but you know, prior to the the time that they got Casey Thompson. Well, Unfortunately, I don't know like where all these quarterbacks fit into this. 
Like, I would be lying to you if I said, oh, yeah, I'm sitting here on March 28th knowing that Casey Thompson's going to be QB1 and that so-and-so will be two and, and so-and-so will be three and here's this guy down at four. Like, there's a thought in my mind that Logan Smothers will be number two. But once again, I'm sitting here like, what happened to all that publicity and all that hype that the staff gave Heinrich Harburg last spring or even into last fall? And that's where I was saying, kind of in the last segment, you can, unfortunately, and I I say that with big exclamation points on each side, unfortunately, there's a lot of potential. It just doesn't work out. There's a lot of reasons every year to be excited, and it just doesn't happen. And so, if we're if we're gonna sit here once again here at you know March twenty eighth at seven thirty six p.m. Maybe a different time wherever you're listening, but we're gonna sit here and go. Yeah, last fall they said how good Heinrich Harburg was doing. Maybe, maybe he's gonna be number two. Or, well, Logan Smothers did start last the last game of the season when Adrian Martinez was out with a shoulder injury, so he's going to be number two. Like, you can sit here and say that, but one thing that we have absolutely 100% learned, not only with his coaching staff, but within Nebraska's program when it comes to football, is that nothing is a given. Nothing's a given. And there will be days where, in the season, that... People just, the players just fall off in the middle of a season where they're having a great, great year or or they had one great performance. And I don't want to be that guy that says, oh yeah, the one performance makes the player or anything like that. But when we're talking about nothing else working and you see one strong performance out of a guy in one game and then you don't see him the rest of the season... There is cause for question. And and there's cause for question when the record has been what it has been the last couple years. I think I want to make that very clear. If Nebraska was winning games, nobody's questioning anything. Maybe there's, you know, with it being Nebraska football, you're probably having folks question a couple things, rightfully so. And, And accountability is such a big part, right? But... The the questions, the overflow, the overflow of questions. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Questions and rightfully asked questions 
um, with with Nebraska football heading into this this spring game and this off season, the rest of this off season and into fall camp, absolutely warranted. Because unfortunately, nothing has worked. Very little. Let me say that. Very little has worked with Nebraska football these last four years. And I say very little because the defense has. But now heading into this year, there's still questions. Like, Eric Shenander's going to have his work cut out for him this season. And we're going to learn a lot about Eric Shenander as a coach and what he's capable of. We're going to learn a lot about Scott Frost as a coach who's still young in his in his coaching career, but year five at Nebraska, but young in his coaching career. And then we're also going to learn a lot about Trev Alberts as an athletic director at University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Because, and let me kind of explain here. First up with Shenander. He's, I mean, he's the easiest that you, we can explain. Um, had time to build up that defense. He built it up well. Brought in a guy, a guy like Tony Tuioti, who was impressive. Travis Fisher has been a guy that has been rumored, connect, rumor you know to be connected with SEC jobs. Georgia was was a possibility a couple years back as well, and and he's still here at Nebraska, so he's a high cal high caliber coach. Excuse me. And then last year was kind of going to be the year with the defense, and they were good. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not trying to take away things from Nebraska last year. But you didn't have to exactly be a national championship caliber defense to be the bright spot of that program last year. They were good. They were very good. They were a top 50 defense. Were they a top 25? Were they a top 20? Now that's that's being nitpicky. I understand that. Like I understand that's being nitpicky, and, and we don't want to do that. But the margin for error once again for Nebraska football is so slim, and so small, and it has been for for years on years on years stacked on top of one another, that you almost have to be concerned and and aware of all the details, if you know what I'm saying. So we're going to learn about a, lot, a lot about Shenander here. We'll learn a lot about Scott Frost, right? It's heading towards the end of the road if something doesn't change quick. If this thing doesn't get turned left or turned right, well, we're falling off a cliff. Like that, That's just what, the, that's what the, the last four years have shown us. Because you can sit here and, and drink the Kool-Aid, and, and, and if Bryce is still listening, keep drinking Vershawn's Kool-Aid because Nebraska needs people like uh, like VJ and, and like his li- some of his listeners that love the Kool-Aid. Like, that's great, man. Keep on drinking it. But you can't fault Husker fans, the rest of the, the, the contingency, that sits here and goes, we've had three years or two years of this same feeling, and it hasn't come to fruition, right? Unfortunately. Um, so we're going to learn about a lot about Scott Frost, and if he's, he says he's willing to make changes, he's shown that he's willing to make changes in the off season. But what about in season? What about when Nebraska's offense isn't running smoothly in a Big Ten West game, an ugly, ugly game against Minnesota, and 
Nebraska needs to find offense. Is Scott Frost, and I'm asking this as a question, as just kind of a rhetorical question because I don't know the answer, and, and nobody will until we get into the moment or find out post game. But will Scott Frost, when things aren't st- are still not going well in a game, if Nebraska is being held to under 100, and, 100 yards rushing and has under 150 yards passing, and we're early on in the fourth quarter of a 7-6 to six ball game with Minnesota, or, or Nebraska's down 10-3 to three to Minnesota, will Scott Frost still allow Mark Whipple to go to work? Genuine question. Because, once again, nobody's going to know the answer. Nobody's going to know the answer, and, and we may never find out the answer. So that's something to think about. And then, lastly but not least, we're going to find out a lot about Trev Alberts as an athletic director at Nebraska. He understands that football is the main driver here. And he understands how important it is to the state of Nebraska, to the well-being of of people in Nebraska. Like, man, this place, I don't I don't need to tell you guys this. This place is a complete 180 after a win against Purdue, even if it's a blowout win than it is against a tight law lo- or than it is when it's when Nebraska loses on Saturday. Man, completely different place. So um we're gonna learn about a lot about his uh patience. Is is Nebraska going to allow Scott Frost to coach here next year if he only gets six wins? What about five? Or we can go on the other side of the coin. What about seven? All these questions that lie within the way that Nebraska plays, how did they look? Did they get blown out to Iowa? Did they get blown out to Wisconsin? Did they beat the teams that they're supposed to beat, including themselves? Did they beat Purdue? Because I mentioned at the start of the show, Nebraska against the, the teams that are on Nebraska's schedule this year, and mostly Big Ten, I mean, 7-21 and 21 is Scott Frost's record against those teams. So how valid of a point is the, quote, schedule is easy this season talk? And how different is this season going into it than it has been in previous years? I think that's something interesting as well that we can um, point to and, and talk about. So we're going to find out a lot about... a couple people this season because Shenander's going to have to really put in some work especially throughout his D-line and and secondary figuring out a way to get some younger guys to mesh Scott Frost what's what's going to happen in panic time or or in in crunch time I should say if Nebraska's down by one possession since that's been such a daunting thing this whole tenure and then what's Trev Alberts decide to do down the road where he understands the importance of Husker football winning to the city of Lincoln and to the fans. How many wins is enough? Because we would like to say six, but are the people that are saying six wins a hundred percent confident in that? 
Or are we just thinking, oh, yeah, six wins, that'll get it. That'll get it done because that's six wins after a year that had three. And if, if you are, completely valid, completely understandable. But if we're sitting back and going, yeah, I, th- I think six wins should save Scott Frost's job, well, then maybe it wouldn't. And so we'll see what Trev Albert says um, towards the end of the year. And don't forget, Scott Frost buyout cuts in half after week six. And we'll know Nebraska's finished record or, or you know, best possible finished record, if that makes sense, by week seven, week eight. So there's a, there's a scenario here, folks, where Nebraska fans are going to have to buckle up because what if there has to be a coaching change in the middle of the year? What is that going to do? Because that means that your season's gone poorly, things haven't worked out, and now you got to find a new head coach in a time where it's been a rough stretch dating back to Mike Riley, right? So... A lot, of, a lot of stuff to get to, and I'm not trying to put a damper on the night, so if you want to text in and, and you know curse at me and yell at me for saying negative things, I'm not trying to. Just uh, I want to leave it open. I want to leave it open-ended because there's a lot of different ways that this thing can go, and we better be fastened in, ready to go, because as we know with Husker Athletics, things can flip on a dime. And, and it's going to be something to watch here in, in the fall. All right, let's uh, go in and get to break. When we come back, we'll touch on Husker softball and MLB baseball. Round out, take a weeknights, get you ready for Talk Intense with Michaela Curtis and Kinsey Roby. Coming up next on Ticket Weeknights. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 